Good evening, Patriots. And it is still Monday, January 3rd, because we haven't time warped yet since the previous show. Who knows anymore? And if you were listening to the previous show about the 355 and what I was bringing up and what we put together as research, the 355, you need to check it out in your local market because the 355 is a film that is launching in just about every single movie market and it's blocking out the entire weekend for most theaters into next Wednesday and it's also doing the same throughout Europe. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that and how this ties in with some scripture here pretty quick. We begin tonight with MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's the Bards Nation landing page. We're grateful for all the support of MyPillow and all the support of you great patriots out there that have made it possible for us to have that landing page for Bards Nation. We're going to continue to support, and we are going to continue to support Mike Lindell heavily. He's a patriot, a Christian, a great CEO. If we had 300 of Mike Lindell's, we wouldn't be having this goofball stuff we're dealing with in our nation. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards. All sorts of great featured specials on the landing page. Buy one, get one free Giza Sheets. 40% off on my slippers. The six-piece towel set for $39.99. Traditional my pillow for up to 75% off. Great specials. And then you there's all sorts of other savings across the entire site of my pillow. Hundreds of products, as well as the my store site and frankspeech.com. And you can use the same promo code BARDS on all those site, B, sites. B-A-R-D-S. Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com is the Bard's branded coffee. It's designed for your health and mental focus. You can get that at expeditioncoffee.com, expedition, X-P-E-D, coffee.com. There is a also the place at expeditioncoffee.com is the whole collection, or I should say integrated health system to reclaim our health sovereignty. That's actually offered in a single package now called Neo 7. And the Neo 7 package is has all the different components of this health system in one nice purchase bundle and a really good savings. We have the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. We have the Immune XP, which boosts your immune system. And that uses a all sorts of powerful anti inflammatory compounds including pine cone extract which is very high in vitamin c we have earth which is a natural nutritional drink all the things that you need in your body in one scoop a day and we have pure 47 which is the nano extract level pure 47 is the most refined silver extract currently on the market to boost your immune system, and to isolate any of the pathogens that come into your body, including the full line of SARS-CoV viruses. So all of those are available at expeditioncoffee.com, X-B-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. Finally, The Founder's Bible, thefoundersbible.com, is the Bible for our time. It is an NASB 1995 edition. It has our Founder's documents worked into the Scripture it is an amazing read and education because it literally allows us to witness how our founding fathers were speaking the scriptures as a living language. 
To me, it's the Bible for our time. You can get 20% off on that purchase by using your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, at checkout in the coupon section. Again, thefoundersbible.com. All those links are down below underneath the podcast. And we are also, I've been posting again back on YouTube, which I'm happy. We're getting a nice audience back over there. So if you get a chance to go over there and make some comments to those folks, encourage them to continue. Happy to have them part of Bards Nation. So that's really cool. All right. So I'm going to just kind of get some perspective here. I mean, I'm going to talk a lot about this tomorrow night in the show, Bards FM show tomorrow night. But as I kind of look at what's going on here, the entire 5G network is grounded in the principle of Internet of Things, Internet of People, Internet of Bodies, or Brains, IOP, IOB, and IOT. And again, I'll get into this more in depth tomorrow night. But when you look at what is this week, which is crazy bizarre, we're having the 5G network launched on 5 January. Five is the number for death for the cult. And 5 January is exactly 666 days after the start of covid and then on Friday, they're launching the uh, the 355 film. And that in itself is a little weird, I mean, on a lot of levels, because if you invert 355, you get 322, which is the, that is the skull and bones or death cult. Literally, it is, they are the death cult. So... My theory is that what we're about ready to witness may not be evident to everyone, but they have not let anyone know about this um, movie until the last minute. It's all of a sudden it's out. And today, I mean, they literally have been all of a sudden blitzing and exploding across social media everywhere. And we've got reports now tonight that people are on YouTube that were searching for that film or that trailer for the 355, were then getting suggestions in their feed for frequencies, frequency videos. I think the key to this whole video is frequency, or this whole movie is going to be frequency and then the deeper subliminal programming they're putting in it. And I think part of this is they're, I, my theories are going to pulse a signal across the 5G network, whatever that looks like, and I think they're going to pulse it and they're going to see how effective the current tech is in people that have taken the vax. My general opinion is this is the first test of, of the transhuman test coming up. And you're going to see how many people they can influence to go to the film. And it's going to be, they're going to be able to sort out the vaxxed from the unvaxxed. You're, whether you like it or not, we're all identified. They're going to be able to look at the impact of social media based on your social media behaviors. And they're going to be able to overlay that with, your exposure to 5G, and they're going to literally be able to witness and track the effectiveness of certain signals they're going to be pushing through 5G into people that are vaxxed because so much of this tech is built into their neuro network now. That's my theory. I'll get into it more tomorrow night with some harder science, but that's the theory I'm working with, and I don't think I'm wrong. How's that? I just don't. I, I think this is what this is. I think this is the first test of the transhuman network, and I, they are literally, I think, going to see if they can, how many people they can literally influence to go to this film and uh, participate in their behavior modification programming. 
So we'll see. But what this is going to lead to is where this leads us to 1 John 4 tonight. Because with this new era that we're in, which is crazy, it is crazy, we're going to see a lot of false prophets, so to speak. Um, You're going to hear a lot of people that are not truly of God. And it's going to get worse because they're going to be really speaking a language of trying to allure, lure people across. We need to keep in mind that a large percentage of our churches are done. They are, they're, they have been bought and sold. Um, they have been bought and sold all over by the cabal, primarily by the Vatican. They're not speaking the true word of Christ. And what they're trying to do is to influence people into this new network of massive brain control. So let's read 1 John 4, 1 is where we'll begin. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and now is ready, already in the world. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak as from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. The one who knows God listens to us. The one who is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. I think this is becoming a very relevant and very important passage. We are dealing right now with a mass amount of people that are of this world, from this world, believe in themselves, not in a God. And this is only going to get more extreme because as they, die, as they get pulled into this matrix, you're going to hear less and less discussion about Jesus Christ. Now, as if is this just a little if this is just a little indicator, it is that in some recent tests people have been reporting that when they ask Alexis, Alexi or whatever it is that Google that uh, Amazon nightmare that's in people's home that's listening all the time that people love to have conversations with. It's nuts to me. But anyway, if what we understand is true about this. People have been asking Alexi or Alexi to, to tell them who Jesus Christ is, and it, it's not known. The response is they don't know. So the reason I bring this up is that same engine that's running Alexi is going to be tying into people as we move into this transhuman model. And it is not by accident that they've taken out Jesus Christ and knowledge of. Because remember, this whole next iteration 
is to be able to write and rewrite people's programming through an influence process. It is, it is a living hell. They will wish to die, but they will be unable to sort of thing. Because it's a complete torment. There will be a measure of consciousness somewhere in them that knows it's wrong, that knows they're not right. But when this system rolls out in full, and according to what I read today, I mean, there's an arrogance coming from these people that's stunning. There was an article today by the Swedish invent from, I'm sorry, an article today about the Swedish inventor who did the implant chips that they're putting in Swedish retards. And if you're Sweden, if you're in Sweden and you're listening and you took a chip in your hand for COVID tracking, you're an idiot. Just so I say it, I don't want to be misunderstood. Um, they literally are, this, this is kind of the comment that if people don't like it too bad, it's coming out anyway, you don't get a choice. And then he adds, but it's sure nice that we're having a discussion about it. It's like, oh yeah, it's a nice thing to have a discussion about it. So this tech is rolling out, whether we want it or not, is, is a principal point of that. And that experience that we're having here is we're witnessing these people being pulled into this matrix. And the more that they get this tech in them, the more that they're being pulled away from who they are. They're literally being transitioned to human 2.0. We've been talking about this for probably over a year now. You heard me talk about this when the injections first started coming out, what this was going to mean. And again, Patriots, I am not trying to brag or, or toot my horn at all. I'm just making the point that if you were looking, you could see what was happening. It was It should not be a shock to anybody. We're right where they basically told us we were going to be. So this concept that they have in transhumanism is literally to rewrite, to be able to, as Klaus Schwab said in his fascist Nazi tongue, you will literally rent everything, own nothing, and you will be happy. Some of that is related to the meta metaverse where people will end up residing. But, and that's where they'll do most of their interaction in this new version of the internet. It's coming. The 5G and eventual 6G network is all about moving people into that world. But the first part of that is to get the tech working right within people. And that tech has to have the ability to not only track emotions and brainwaves and thoughts, but it has to have the ability to overwrite and change thoughts and behaviors. It's a critical part of their control plan because as an example, let's say you're a vaxxed person. Remember, vaxxed is going to be that that is the trap. You take the injection, you're in their system. So for those that took the injection, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you, and I'm and this is like no joke. If you took the injection, you are, your window of opportunity is closing rapidly, and I would be on my knees begging for forgiveness from God because there's only one way through this at this point, and that's forgiveness through Christ Jesus. And if you scoff at me or you scoff at patriots to tell you that, then nice knowing you. I'll see you some other time after you get scorched in the lake of fire. Like, 
10,000 years or something. There's just, there's no middle ground here. It's not a joke anymore. I mean, we've tried to be soft about it. We've tried to be compliant or compassionate about it. We've tried to offer grace. Here's the deal. The window of opportunity to return to God is closing. Get off your butt. If you haven't accepted Christ, get on your knees and start praying. And get serious about it. You better come to Jesus. And I mean, I don't mean that sarcastically. You better come to Jesus now. This is not any more latitude here. So it is time to get serious about it. And if we know people that have not, then it's time to encourage them with a little bit of kick in the backside to start getting serious about accepting Christ in their life. All stakes are up, man. I, I mean, I, I can't see the future, but I'll tell you what, I can sure use my brain. And when I look at what's happening here, if you've been injected, you're literally not part of our world anymore. By definition, you're not part of our world because we know already that this mRNA bonds to the DNA and modifies your DNA. What does that make you? A GMO. And by the Supreme Court's decision, that is a true statement that you are a walking GMO which means you're no longer even your own person. So the whole point of the graphene and the, the hydro vulgaris and the nanotech that's there is it moves and integrates into your neural network. It's not separable from your body. That's why they're doing it. My guess is like these chips that they're putting in people, it's the bridge. It's to get people used to being tracked and having all their data in. They're, they're testing, and they're also testing different mechanisms. Well, there's a lot of tests going on to find out what the body will retain, what the body will reject, what the level of tech is that they need in their formulas to ensure that it maintains and grows in the body. That's All this is a testing period we're in right now. But they have made some major headways. And let me tell you, if what I'm right, if I'm right about this going forward in the next five days, like from Friday to the following Wednesday of this film, and if it is a test, I'll tell you what I, I'm going to tell you. The way the 5G network is set up is it's real-time data at a level we've never imagined. So if you're a pharmaceutical manufacturer of these bioweapons, you're getting real-time data on how your formula is working, and you're going to be able to do nearly immediate real-time modifications, and you may even, because they've said it all along, if you go in and read what they said about the mRNA, they can pulse signals to change the way the immune system works. If they can change the way the immune system works, they can change the way you function, period. It's not limited. I and mean, people are like, well, you, that's not going to affect my brain. It's like, oh, of course not. And your brain functions on, it changes, your brain tells the immune system how to work, but I'm sure that it doesn't, it's not possible if they can tell your immune system to work differently that they could affect your brain, right? Wrong. So we are in a period right now that we as believers walking in that love of Christ, we have to be more discerning than ever. We, in my opinion, have an extremely pressing mission, and that is to press people into a place of understanding 
that they need to start repenting if they've taken the vax. If you encounter that and have that in your family, that's, that's it. If they don't want to listen to you, there's nothing you can do. Pray for them. But I'm not, I don't paint rosy pictures. And I think you know that. It's not like, oh, everybody's going to be okay. God's going to take care of us and wrap his arms around us. I'm like, uh-huh. God had a flood and wiped out everybody but eight human beings. Okay, God is going to bring a sword to this world, and he's doing it, in my opinion. And that sword is doing exactly what we expected, which is dividing the wheat from the chaff. And you're seeing the, those that are holding fast in their love from Christ, love in Christ, standing there unvaxxed, true, and then you have those that are wandering out here, whether they've said they've accepted Christ or whatever, and I know this is always a contentious issue because people say, well, yeah, but if they accepted Christ, they're going to be okay. And this is my answer. You accepted Christ, you began on the walk. You took the vax, you jumped off that walk, and you started walking into hell. And the only way you're going to get back is to get on your knees and repent like crazy. And I don't mean like just go into the pew and go, okay, I'm sorry. I'm talking like fasting and dedication to God over the next 30, 60 days relentlessly to try to get back in his good graces. And even then, there's no guarantee that you're going to salvage your body. This is about saving the spirit and saving the soul. I'm sorry if this makes people uneasy. And then I'm not sorry. You know, it's like, sorry, not sorry, okay? And I think there's, we are trying, there's a lot of effort to try to be compassionate for the stupid decisions people made in taking this vax, and it's a lot of this piece of like, well, we have to get along. It's like, I didn't make the rules here. And from the very beginning, people were told that this injection was experimental. So if you are running and that this thing wasn't killing people, if you paid attention to the numbers. So... Here's the deal. I mean, I, I literally, and I am not exaggerating, Patriots. I mean, this thing brings me to tears on a semi-regular basis on the devastation that we're looking across humanity, and I bring that to God, and I am not exaggerating. But the harshness is that there is a brutality in the way that we have to be. We have to be walking with a very strong foundation in agape love, and agape love also means tough love. It's not the soppy, emotional hug you. Oh, it's going to be okay. Don't worry. I'll bring you a bowl of soup and maybe some fresh noodles, and I'll give you a blanket for your feet. I mean, yeah, if you're going to care for somebody, that's what you're doing. But in the process of the walk of life, that's not the way this thing works. We have to be solid in our faith. We are walking on a solid rock of faith. And it means there's not a lot of room right now for the silliness of things going on. If you're dealing with issues between other people, like you've got issues of fear or you've got issues of, of bitterness or you've got issues of anger, get it resolved. And I mean, it's serious. I mean, truly like get it resolved, lean into Christ, ask God for his favor to heal that heart of yours, let it go. And step into this amazing world where we're all, we're all walking together because we're literally an army. We are God's army. And the one thing that I just said to me earlier tonight, it's like, yeah, but we don't have anybody leading us. You know what we discover? We do have somebody leading us. His name is Jesus Christ. And what we're rediscovering is that amongst us, we have an amazing level of compassion and grace. And we come together under our king. 
We don't need these two-bit tyrants telling us what to do, and that's why they hate us. They hate us because, you know, they're like, we told you to do this. And I'm like, huh? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Wear a mask. Um, sorry, I don't wear a mask. Well, you better wear a mask. I don't wear a mask. Well, you better take a shot. I'm not taking your shot. Well, you better do what I'm going to do. I'm not doing anything you tell me I'm going to do. I'm just going to tell, I'm going to pay attention to Christ and through Christ to the Father. And if he says it's okay, then maybe. Otherwise, go pound sand. That's how we are. And that's how we have to be. It is that resilience and that strength and that power that we bring into this fight and this walk that is going to make a difference. We're walking that line of truth. Truth is tough. And patriots, every single one of us is going to be facing some hard truths. I don't. No one's going to get excluded for that because when God finally rips open the whole envelope and goes, hey, look inside, we're going to be like, whoa, man, I didn't expect that one. He's like, it's been there the whole time. But now you're growing up. That's truth. So we have to discern a great deal right now. Before each of us, we're going to be encountering those that are going to be claiming a lot of things. They're going to make a lot of promises. They're going to be doing a lot of things. It's just like I've talked about this movement of, well, we don't want any vax mandates. I have said from the very beginning, that's a false path. Don't follow it. Because the no mandates only leads to the same end. It just says that, well, he's had, he's going to do it and he's not. So those that didn't take it, you're still going to get to have to get tested and you're still going to have to do this and you all are still going to have to do the Vax Pass. I mean, it's all going to lead to the same thing. We have to walk a hard line. This is literally our version right now of flipping tables and pulling out whips. It's like, no way. We're not doing it. And I'll tell you, I made a hard commitment. I'll have to see. I'll look, give you an update tomorrow. I'm going over to a physical therapist tomorrow for some, do some work on a hip, a hip issue I have. And I'm going to find out if they, I don't know if they're going to make me wear a vax but, or a mask. I'm sorry, a mask. But I'll tell you right now how that works. You're going to wear a mask? Nope. And that's it. We'll take that discussion and see where it goes from there. But I'm not doing it. Because I'm not giving it all on this anymore. There is, you give a little to a tyrant, they take the 10 miles. You give a little more, they take 100. You give a third time, they're going to take your life. No way do we budge. It is defiance, not compliance. And with that is an amazing discernment that we know, for we are from God. The one who knows God listens to us. The one who is not from God does not listen to us. That's key. By this, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error in people. That's all 1 John 4, 6, right there. So, patriots, we need to keep our love between one another. And we have to build that love. And sometimes that love is truth. It's not easy to take. But that doesn't mean that we dislike one another. We have to own what we are. And when someone's sharing something with us, listen, you may not agree, have a conversation about it. But we are the network that we have to build. So, literally, we have to build our fellowship stronger than ever, and through we do that through our more intense and more intimate relationship through Christ Jesus. 1 John 4 7 
Beloved, let's love one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Realize how profound that is? Because this is where people go, well, yeah, we need to love one another. And I love this coming from the New Age movement. Well, we just need to love one another. Well, do you know God? Well, no, it isn't like that. I, um, I kind of have this relationship with Gaia. It's like, do you know God? Do you have a relationship with Christ? Um, well, no, because that's a church thing, and I want to have this relationship with Gaia. You just roll your eyes, and you're like, whatever. Here's the deal. Let me read it again. 1 John 4, 7, beloved, let's love one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. There it is, right there. And how do we know God? Through Christ to the Father. It's pretty simple. The equation's right there. It doesn't get more complicated. Hey, by the way, if uh, for, for those folks out there that might be listening, and I know you might be like, oh, I don't know if I want to hear any more sermon. You're not hearing a sermon. This is just a conversation about our love of Christ and our love of God. But in case for those out there that, that are in love with Gaia, I got some news. So here's the deal, because the guy is like the living earth concept, the earth mother, this sort of thing, right? Okay, so I just I just want you to bring attention to this, because this is something that a lot of the uh, progressives and our uh, agnostics and our new agers, I don't think, have worked through. So maybe we can help them understand this. Gaia is, if under their principle, Gaia is the living earth and the living earth mother, and they are all talking about helping revive and rekindle Gaia. Well, cool. Sounds good. Um, that means we have to be more, be steward what God gives us better. We have to take care of our land better. Got that. But here's a little problem. If Gaia is going to take care of itself and reset the earth, that means if you're one of the LGBTQ folks, Gaia is going to get rid of you because you're like a parasite tick on the backside. Because Gaia is not going to tolerate any of these freaks in its world that is going to have like people that can't reproduce. Who's going to have that? So if you're out here all in, you're talking to somebody that's like, oh, I, I, um, I, I love Gaia. You're like, okay, good, man. I think your time's running out. You better enjoy your life because Gaia is about ready to purge the ticks. That's just. Sorry, that's simple biology right there. Oh, yeah, that might get a little complicated for some because they, they get confused on the gender thing. But there's two, there's just two genders, just so we're clear about that. So anyway, just had to get that out there. It could put you a little arrow in your quiver right there for that. It's like, oh, good. I got one that says what to do with those folks that love Gaia. Bard said this. Pull this one out. Man, I'll tell you. Well, Patriots, look, I don't think there's anything that is more rewarding, and we know this, and more important right now than our aggressive pursuit of the love of Christ. I mean, this is something we should be just charging after. And it's a beautiful relationship in so much healing and fullness of what we do. God does not forsake us. God is with us and he's always with us, but we also have to reach to him. God's our father. And right now, God's very well aware that this world is getting a little bit crazy, right? 
I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Um, at least I would hope not. So I just want to go over these three verses again that I've been doing a lot lately, but I think they're very important to re- to really work through for a little bit. And that's Mark 4.22. For nothing is hidden except to be revealed, nor has anything been secret, but that it would come to light. We have been given more sight and more visibility of the darkness than we could have ever dreamed would happen four years ago. And that's where we sit right now. God's revealing everything. And it's a beautiful thing to witness because it truly gives us the understanding of our world and the importance of the deep intimacy we have to seek in Christ and through Christ to the Father. Then we have Luke 10, 19. It's just like my favorite passage these days. Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. And that is so explicit. And it all centers on our ability to step into that pure love with Christ, to have that intimate relationship with Christ and through Christ to the Father. And when we are there, we are accepting, giving, being given, and we are able to accept the full authority of our birthright. Patriots, we are of royal blood. We are God's children. And through our relationship with Christ, we are completely reclaimed. And through our daily repentance, which I hope is done, we're resetting ourselves next to the throne. I am telling you, this is a beautiful thing. We There is nothing in this world that we should be intimidated by. And I'm sure there's some nasty stuff out here that has yet to be discovered. But our relationship like this and knowing these scriptures and having that intimate conversation with Christ on a daily basis is what I would call muscle memory in a different sense, okay? One of the reasons that soldiers drill all the time is what's called muscle memory. And you drill and you drill and you drill and you drill under certain patterns, like whether it's CQB, which is you know entry into buildings, or whether it's shooting drills, whatever that is. If you're a photographer in combat, you do the same thing. You go through drills all the time, all the time, all the time. Why do you do that? Because when those moments hit you that literally suck the air right out of your lungs and you feel that drop in your gut of like, oh, what did I just, what just happened? That's kind of what happens when you get hit with an ambush or an IED blows up or something like that. Your muscle memory kicks in and you go through the instinctual processes without having to think because one part of your brain goes into an, an immediate an adrenaline rush. But the muscle memory is so well-trained that it discipl- you're disciplined and it pulls you back into focus and you execute, execute, execute. We have to be in such a place that no matter what happens, we are executing with the precision of the scripture. Luke 10, 19, behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. Those words could be drilled along with whatever other scriptures you want. These are tools in the weapons of war. And they are powerful ones. And the more you discipline and know these things, these are what you hit with and you're able to call upon and crush the enemy before you. 
that's the sort of the spirit and it's just it's brilliance of, of being executed because words are life and death. And then there's the glorious passage, John 14, 12. Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the one, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I am going to the Father. Man, I'll tell you, this just resonates with me in such a beautiful way. And it's so powerful because it's such an incredible gift that we've been given. It's a glimpse between these three passages. It's a glimpse into the true birthright that we've been given, in my opinion. And I think it's right there. I mean, we've been told that we will do greater works than he. But we're not going to be able to just do greater works than he because we decide to. This is greater works than he because we are literally pushing in deep into an intimate relationship with Christ in a level of trust that we're challenging ourselves to do at a whole new level. And when we do that, literally, patriots, it's like watching the great warriors rise, the, the brilliance of light exploding into the earth. That's where we are faced with right now, the opportunity to make those choices and what glorious choices those are, what absolute glorious choices. So I can't think of a better place to be than with all this fantastic community that has risen up. Our Bards Nation, man, what a beautiful family we have. What a beautiful standing up in love in Christ that we have. And what a beautiful time to be alive, to know that we have all of us together fighting for the Holy Spirit, occupying the land and securing the kingdom, expanding the kingdom and the love of Christ. I'm in. You don't even, you don't even have to entice me with like, well, we're going to give you an extra special bonus of uh, chocolate cake. I don't need that. I'm in, man. I'm in just for the love of Christ and the opportunity to work with fellow believers in such an amazing way. So those sorts of things. That's, man, I'll tell you, when you start to feel pressure and stuff, just don't. Just pray to God and just be thankful because there are so many of us and they're just doing such a great job of kind of creating a smoke screen between us like we can't see or something. Nonsense. We can see because God gave us eyes to see, and we can hear because God gave us ears to hear. And they can just go pound sand. So whatever's going to happen in the next coming days, it's going to get a little crazy. Don't forget to laugh, and don't forget to talk to God about laughter because laughter is going to be one of those powerful forces of healing. We cannot let them take away our joy, period, end of story. Because when we're walking in the glory of Christ, we have joy. And that's the beautiful thing. So it's that hard edge, right? And that hard edge is something like this. That hard edge is understanding that there is a line that we will not cross. Absolutely under no circumstances we will, re will we cross. And when they pull us to the edge of that line, we are literally in the warrior mode. That is the sword of the spirit raised high with the Bible, and we're pulling scriptures out, and we're nailing scriptures like a machine gun. But in that broader walk, with, in the fellowship of others, 
It is a joyous walk of experiencing the full limit and potential of our gifts and talents of what we're doing is always through and with God, that Christ is with us in all things, that we are feeling the true glory of all that he has to offer, and we have left behind the nonsense of this other world. But we have to understand those two places as one, that there's times that we will drift towards the wall and we become the warriors and watchers on the wall, and there's other times that we're the gardeners tending to the garden. But on all times, we carry a sword on our hip. And that's how we get through this. Let us pray. Father, we are so blessed this night to be together and to come together in fellowship, just celebrating the love and intimacy of Christ that's put before us. We thank you for all that's been given, and we humble ourselves before you, and we pray for our forgivenesses for the transgressions that we make. And Father, we know that we make them, but our hearts are full, Father. Our hearts are full and excited with the love and passion that we can get only through that intimacy with Christ and through Christ to you, Father. These times are chaotic, but we're not going to let them bother us, Father. We just we know that you're with us and we, when we walk without fear, fearlessness and absence of fear, because you're here with us, Father, and we're so blessed. But Father, we need to be able now to rise above this. We need to be able to be that lantern on the hill. We need to be able to be that salt, that strong, that, that strength in this world. That when those that are wandering and stumbling and they look and they're seeking, they see that light as a place to go, a beacon to draw them. And as they get closer, Father, that we can bring them to you and through that they can be saved. Father, this is going to be an interesting year. It's kicked off already. And I smile as I say this because we already know you've got this. But the beautiful thing is you've trusted in us to be here. And we're so blessed for that. So thank you, Father. Thank you. Just give us the strength to continue. Give us the clarity that we need, the eyes to see, the ears to hear. And Father God, just we need the wisdom that only you can give, to see through the matrix of lies, to start seeing clearly what our world is like, and to start really understanding who we are, our birthright, who we really are. Most of all, Lord, give us that strength of forgiveness. It's not easy. And we're struggling with a very difficult time now, division between families and friends, all because of this ridiculous injection and vax, and it's not going to get easier. And we pray for those that have taken the vax. And we equally stand strong with our fellowship of those that are standing with you, Father, and standing in Christ truly. And for those that have taken that vax and have come over and are starting to realize the mistake, we pray that they will seek repentance in the deepest of way with you, Father, and we pray for their healing. Guide us, Lord. Protect us. And in, the, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. What a great time to be alive. Truly is. Well, I think we've got an interesting week ahead of us. It's going to get a little exciting. (laughs) And by the way, I would recommend not going to the movies. Just saying. I don't know what you'll, you might go into the movies and come out with like 
another head growing on your shoulder or maybe an arm growing out of the side of your ear or something. I don't know. I'm telling you, if you go to the movies, if, if you're around the movie theaters and this thing is going around, if you see people like trying to reach for the cat that's running the stray cat to eat it, yeah, I, I think we're probably entering into like zombie land, just so you know. So, who knows? <laughs> I swear, I'm ready every morning to like have my coffee and look out and see the neighbors like trying to gnaw on the dog or something. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's crazyville. It's going to get weird. All right, Patriots. Hey, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. Prayers for healing. Prayers for strength. A lot of healing. But that's the thing is we can bring that. And why do we know that? Because of what we're told. Greater works, greater works than these he, he will do. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But here's the best part is we're here. We're now. God's trusting in us. Man, he's kicking it. And if we're listening, we better be kicking it too. Because we've got to fight ahead and we're going to win this fight with our Father. Have a very blessed evening. I'll see you tomorrow night for Bards FM. I'm going to dig in tomorrow night to this theory of mine, bring in some of the science behind it. We'll see where that takes us. So until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through Fight for all we had to lose Reaching out for something To pull us up to the level ground Oh, I can see it now I can see it now Fit.
found Reaching through somehow Oh, you're an island when the world is too loud When the seasons change I know the space between us will stay the same Resting on this faith When your soul answers calls far away Thank you. 